I know. Caught up in the middle, I cry just a little when I think of letting go. <laughs> well, of course, that's my old friend Flo Rida. And if it's what I quietly hum to myself as I tuck the tear-stained picture of me and Ginny dressed like pilgrims back into the dresser drawer, then this must be... You know what? That's a sad memory. It's a sad memory, and I promised myself I'd move on, so let's take it again. And I'll do th that's Flow Rider, and if it's what I told myself as I hung upside down from a metal hoop, struggling to get myself up during my first ever trapeze lesson just the other day, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And boy, we're a little ways from our Guani on the great island of Manhattan, bustling. Midtown, where we are, isn't it? In the offices of relationship coach, matchmaker, and blogging sensation, Rachel Russo. Rachel, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. This is a big thrill uh, uh, to be here, and uh, I really appreciate you letting me come into your come into your offices up here. And uh, boy, this is this is where the love happens. Is that right? This is true. And thank you so much for coming and, and interviewing me here today. Sure, absolutely. It's a great office. You got a lot of nice pictures of good looking gals on the uh, on the walls there. What do, what do they all do? Well, they have different professions. I think that New York is a town that's really uh, full of diversity and ambition and everything else, whether it's arts, entertainment, business, finance, we've got it all here in New York. Well, that's great. And it's well represented here then. This is true. That's terrific. Well, I want to get into what it is you do and how you do it and all that. We won't reveal any trade secrets, of course, but uh, uh, you know, we're, we're coming, especially because we're just in advance of a holiday that, in my opinion, could use a little romantic sprucing up. You know, it's uh, Thanksgiving soon. And I think it could even become our most erotic holiday if we work hard at it. Erotic, really? I don't know about that, <laughs> well, but we'll see. I mean, you got the stuffing of cavities. Uh, that way the cranberry sauce kind of eases out of the can. And uh, drinking, of course. And, and giant balloons. So that's all the things I need. <laughs> it's true. If you look well, at it like that, it's true. Do you ever have an especially romantic Thanksgiving? had a Thanksgiving or two. I mean, it usually involves family members of the significant other as well. So right, it's not sure. totally romantic, but there's a little time alone, you know, when you're kind of like making the stuffing, <laughs> whatever. Sure, you take a moment or two. The, you do a wild rice or a cornbread? I do a cornbread. Uh -huh, I'm a, a nice cornbread one. kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, uh, what would you uh, what would you give uh, what would you tell somebody that's setting up a Thanksgiving date? Maybe they're meeting the family for the first time or something. Maybe that's too advanced. What would you say? Well, what about an early Thanksgiving date? An early Thanksgiving date. I mean, if you if you are going to meet the family early on into the dating relationship, it could be kind of nerve-wracking. Sure. So I would tell the singles to just be themselves mm -hmm. and not try too hard. I mean, okay, be yourself, but obviously if you dress in a way that would kind of make the family raise an eyebrow, maybe you want to tone it down sure. and just look a little more conservative for that day. Be yourself. Don't be a different person, but... Maybe less chains. Mm -hmm. A little, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's your deal. Think about who you're going to be meeting and what they would like, and and ask the date or partner or whoever what he or she suggests for sure. kind of winning over the family. But but don't try too hard. Try a little hard. You want to impress, but you don't want to overdo it. You exactly. don't want to get into the territory where you are no, you're acting. You right. don't want to be acting, right? Because that'll come through. People can read that, can't they? Oh, of course. Even your aunt Phyllis could see that. Right. On somebody. Do you have an Aunt Phyllis? I don't. You got any funny I have an Aunt Paula. Oh, that works. 
That's close. Well, let's talk about you a little bit more now that we uh, brought your family <laughs> into it. Okay. How is Aunt Paula? Is she going to listen? She's, She's great. Still... Oh, I'd love it if she would listen. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Well, let's talk about you, the woman behind the advice. And where'd you grow up? I grew up in North Jersey. Hey, there you go. In a little town called Totowa, just about 25 miles outside of Manhattan. They, they got the, they, that's where Midgetville is. Yes, Annie's yeah. Ghost Road, Midgetville. Yeah. That's quite a tourist attraction. It is. They, they, well, I tell you, I drove over there the other day, and they, they don't want you to come in there. No, they the really two, don't. two non-midget people were very serious about not letting you in. Wow. I haven't been there in years, actually trying to go to that yeah. Annie's Ghost Road. Right. It's the, where it is. It's spooky over there. It is spooky. But then we uh, we also drove to see the big falls over there. Okay. Wow. You know, there's a lot of fun. In, that's in, exciting. In North Jersey. People think right. there's nothing to do. Clearly there is. And do you, do you, that's right. It could lead a person to date something. It could. <laughs> <laughs> All of those great date spots, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about the falls, maybe more so than Midgetville or that's the Bloodstained Road. But yeah, but we'll get there. Now, were you, as I was, uh, very uh, early on, lucky with the opposite sex? I did have a boyfriend in fourth grade who sent me a gold postcard. <laughs> made of gold? Uh, it was sort of made of some kind of gold, from Hallmark probably. That's the best. We had something called the We Deliver postal system in our school. Like we were pen pals with people in our class or other classes. Oh, so nice. that started my budding first relationship <laughs> in fourth grade. So I, I was a little lucky. Yeah. You still in touch with the fella? I did see him last year. We had our 10-year high school reunion. I'm clearly no. revealing my age here, <laughs> which is totally fine. But we, we kind of talked then, and he's actually getting married, so that's awesome. Good oh, well, for him. good. We wish him the best. Yes. That's good. Well, I hope there's many uh, gold cards in his uh, future with his uh, wife. Yes. That's nice. That's You know, I had a situation, uh, and you may not be able to imagine this now, but I was in the first grade, yeah, first grade out there on the playground, and the, you ever play Foursquare? Oh, okay. You know that? Foursquare. They had a Foursquare court that you yes. know, painted on it. It's just four squares and so on. <laughs> That's how you play. But anyhow, all the girls in the class pinned me down. Okay. And they, and they, they all took turns kissing me. Oh, you got more lucky than I did. Well, <laughs> that was all right. I mean, now that'd probably not be allowed. Yeah, I don't think so. But it, looking back, it was both fantastic and terrifying. In Good equal in equal parts. I was really the peak for me. Okay. From there on, it was just a series of mishaps and Aww. people that I pined for as a young boy. You ever have a crush like that? I definitely had crushes. Every girl has crushes. Sure. And boys do as well, of yep. course. Yep. Do you remember discovering those feelings? Uh, I think so. It's a yeah. big memory now. It seems like <laughs> a long time ago. but. And what uh, do you feel that now when you're on the dates? Like butterflies you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, you hope to feel that? Not exactly. I was having this conversation with a friend and a client the other day that it's so different when when you're a teenager or even in your early 20s. Everything is so new when you're out on a date and you do get that butterfly feeling maybe more often. Mm -hmm. I used to think, oh, wow, that guy is so hot and I like him. Sure. It's not really like that now. I mean, I can recognize and appreciate a good looking guy, but it's more like people will grow on you as you get older. Right. And I've certainly had that experience with men lately. I don't. I don't get those butterflies. Maybe I just haven't met the right guy yet, but it's more like they grow on me. Right, right. Well, that's, that's, a, that's our special ability to grow. And uh, but then speaking of that, you went on, you did a blog thing where you went on a bunch of dates. 
Yes. And how many days? What was it called? So I actually participated in a reality datathon. It was a unique, (laughs) unique, it is great, unique social work kind of uh, experiment, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I was interested in this because I'm a writer. Sure. And obviously my topic is dating and relationships. And I happened to be single at the time. And I got this opportunity to go on 92 dates. That's a lot of dates. In one year. That's a lot of dates. A lot of dates. And I wrote about them all. And was the intention that, well, what's that, what, what would have happened if you got to the second date and that was it? I got up to 10 dates with one guy. Other guys I went on oh, five I dates see. or three dates. So it I wasn't see. actually 92 guys. It, the math works out to be about like 60-something guys, I think. I think maybe <laughs> 60. That's pretty good. Yeah. And <laughs> the whole point of it was actually to compare the cultural differences of dating in very diverse cities. So this actually took place in four other cities. And I represented New York. So I was Miss New York. Mm -hmm. And I went on all these dates. And it was about my experience and my story. But I was hoping to make observations and realize things about the dating scene in New York. Mm -hmm. And write an entertaining and insightful blog for people to read. But also to find love or no? Oh, it was to find love too. (laughs) Maybe I'm just leaving that part out because I was unsuccessful at finding love. But you were in pursuit of it. I wasn't. I was genuinely in pursuit of it. It was kind of like both. I mean, I was doing it for my career. There's potential for it to be a book or a documentary. Or I mean, I've gotten a lot of great experiences and press out of it. So it was for a career. But it was also that I did genuinely think that I was ready and willing and able to find love through this blog. Right. Well, that's And you're still going with it? It's actually completed. So okay. while the blog's entries are still being published, oh, I, I see. That's they've what published was throwing me off. 60-something. Now, it's not in real time. So oh, I've okay. actually finished this blog about a year ago, and you're just reading and the now stories now and getting in. caught up. That's probably good. Mm-hmm. Do you have to run anything by the fellas? I, well, it was up to me to tell them whether or not I... That this was happening. Yes. Exactly. Did you get any pushback? I told most of them that I was doing it after a couple of dates because I just felt that that's the way to start a relationship by being honest. Yeah, you don't want to have some kind of thing that you're concealing at the heart of your whole Exactly. Experience. However, if I, if I only went on one date and I wasn't really feeling the chemistry like it would lead to a second, I don't really want to get into this whole thing right. and explain it to someone I'm never going to see again. It just, just have a good time on the date. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's important to you when you're on a date? I think it is important to see that there's a chemistry, a natural rapport, kind of a ability to joke around and be witty. I like that. I really love a guy with a sense of humor. So mm-hmm. I look for that. I look for a natural conversation that flows. I want to be engaged. And I want a guy who's smart. And I want to have physical attraction. Well, we're going to get to your list here. But I was just wondering if there were certain things that you just know right off the bat. You have your own internal checklist, and we'll go through that a little bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, but uh, like for instance, is smell important? Smell is very important. It's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I managed to get to a point where I'm exactly like the smell of an attic. Okay. <laughs> I don't kind of a cedar any... chip and an old sweater oh, kind of a smell. An attic. Okay, yeah. I don't... I don't That might be a turn-on for some. Maybe hoarders. Hmm, Women perhaps. that are alone. Perhaps. Very lonely. That's right. When you, when you said addict, I immediately thought addict. That's the psychologist oh. in me coming out. So I have my, my master's in marriage and family oh, therapy, okay. so I've learned to diagnose all these people. So I'm thinking addiction. I'm thinking, yeah, I don't want a guy who reeks of booze. No, no, no. No, thank you. Well, so that could that happen, too. that smell would be important. <laughs> I might have that smell some days, too, but not midday. Okay. But that's why we're pairing the, this particular cast with just water, folks. That's because it's 
it's an afternoon cast for us. Well, it is happy hour somewhere, as they say. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about this. Now, you said that this is your dream partner. Okay. This is a good list and probably what everybody can use. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let's see. Tall, dark, handsome, and Italian. Well, that's specific. A man who looks good in anything and can always charm my pants off, your pants. Alpha male with American West Coast mentality. That's good that you specified instead of maybe the West Coast of Ireland or something. <laughs> uh, East Coast career success. The guy I can always count on to do the right thing. Well-educated professional, for instance, a lawyer or a doctor or even a business owner. Any kind of business okay there? Oh, that's questionable. <laughs> Loves to travel and enjoys the finer things. Makes me laugh until my stomach hurts on a daily basis. An extrovert who appreciates, appreciates balance between couple time and me time. That's significant. A man with emotional intelligence, relationship skills, and an unwavering fascination with you. <laughs> Is that too much to ask, really? A girl can dream, right? <laughs> well, what's your threshold? Like three out of nine? Maybe. <laughs> That'd be all right. That sounds about right. Because that's what it is. It just compromises. Mm-hmm. That's what life is, compromise. I can compromise on some of those things, sure. for sure. I mean, I specified those career preferences, but it doesn't have to be that. I just think I would get along with someone in those industries. I'm mm-hmm. interested. I'd like to talk to someone about their work. Yeah. But it could be anyone. If they're entrepreneurial, if they, I work a lot. If they work a lot and they're passionate about their work, it could be something other than that. Yeah. But you'd be on the same kind of frequency. Yes, I want to be on the same frequency. That's important. Mm -hmm. Well, that's... uh... (laughs) And I feel that those professions, they've sacrificed a lot of time as well. I mean, post high school, I've been in college and then graduate school for seven years. So someone who understands the value of education and working hard, you find that in those professions. Absolutely. Generally speaking. Absolutely. Well, uh, I I think you you keep that on a card with you. All my criteria, like I I carried around in my purse, in my wallet. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Then on a date, I can go to the bathroom and like check check it off. off. That's right. right. Or maybe develop an app for people. This is true. Well, anyway, I got a lot of ideas for you. And, and And you work as a matchmaker as well. Well, I've worked more as a matchmaker in the past. I do still make introductions for people, but really what I'm focused now on is coaching. So while I do help people find their relationship and find their one, I do a lot more than just that. And I actually coach them on how to find dates in different areas. So it may be online. Uh, For instance, I'm really good at the online. I help someone get married by ghostwriting his profile and his messages (laughs) to women. Well, now hold on about that. The ghostwriting part, that seems like it might be a little bit into the uh, gray area. Yes, I should specify that I only write one email of introduction. And I, I help him write the profile just in the same way that someone who was seeking out help finding a job would seek out a resume writer. Right. So I just look at it as polishing someone who doesn't have the strengths to market themselves, but is really a great catch. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of success with that, getting people married, getting in relationships. So the online coaching is just one element of my service. Other people may want me to go out as a wing woman. So oh, I go out with that? them. I do that too. I do anything that they need <laughs> wow, we ought to, do to that find sometime. a relationship. That'd be fun. It would be fun. Where do you go? I've gone everywhere. The Guggenheim Museum, the Met. They have like a wine and cheese night. The MoMA, rather. They have Uh wine and cheese. Uh I go to bars. I go to lounges. I go to networking events. I go to speed dating events. And what happened? Let's say everything works out. You, You get ditched. I do, and I don't mind getting ditched. I can always go to the bathroom. I can make a phone call. I can get another drink. And if the date, well, the interaction isn't going well... I can just kind of get a signal from the client and then come back and sort of rescue him or her. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Well, with the with the profile, then what's a good what's a good photo kind of a kind of basic advice? Probably want to highlight a bald spot if you have it. Yes, yes. Right, wear tight clothing. <laughs> The total opposite, of course. You don't want to be standing in front of the mirror and taking one of those old school MySpace camera phone pics. You know right, what I'm talking right. about with no or like shirt a, on? Like or like a congressman getting in trouble picture. Right. That's yeah. what the guys do. Oh, yeah. Serene congressman. <laughs> and then the girls, they make those like kissy yeah, face yeah. things. I've seen that. I don't advise that. No. I think something classy. I think if you're the only one in the picture, that's a good thing because <laughs> no one wants to see ex-girlfriend's heads cut off or sure. and they don't want to see guys Eyes with beer bottles. It, yeah, no. It's just trash. That. And a class photo is probably not appropriate no. either. <laughs> Try and pick me out from 100 people That's or a stadium right. shot, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, have you done that? Have you done online dating? I have because when I did these 92 dates in one year, I had to find all the dates myself. But oh, sure. I have the matchmaking talent, so I should be able to do yeah. it, right? Obviously, I utilize the internet because that's an efficient way to get more right. dates. But now you, you, came, did you, you came of an age, of age in a time where there it, it was the internet was there. Yes. So you didn't you didn't have the dating before that. I didn't. So I remember being in eighth grade. So I'm 29 years old. I just turned 29. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, actually, oh, you're a Libra. I'm a Libra. Actually, it was in I'm October. A, I'm right? a Libra too. Oh, what day? Uh, the, the 10th. I'm the 8th. Oh, well. That's great. I knew we there need was to talk about this later. I knew there was a perfectly imbalance, aren't we? <laughs> balance. I strive for balance, yeah. even in my criteria. Yeah. No, I can but. see that. But yeah, anyway, so I was in eighth grade when the AOL chat rooms were big. At least they were in North Jersey. Sure, So sure. we would go to the movies or the mall or something, and then afterward everyone would meet in an AOL chat room. Is that true? People actually use that? Yes. That's how, that's how like, the online dating experience started, I really? think, for me. Huh. But yeah, I, I only did online dating when I was doing this blog, so I never did it before. I don't know if I would do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I'm better at helping other people, but at this point, it's really not for me because I, I'm too. I'm getting too out there, and I don't mean that in a braggish sort of mm. way. But if people Google me, they're going to find a, all this stuff. You have a profile, yeah. Yeah, I have. I have a. That's profile. what's happening for a lot of us is that we, we're hard. leaving a trail that's easy to find. That's right. Yeah. Which I don't. I mean, it's good for me, but yeah. <laughs> but you know. If you start posting things, you're all out there. And so it's they definitely to, not uh, good either when you're a dating and relationship no. expert and you're on a site. Like, I'm not going to go on Match.com yeah, no, and true. then people are going to be like, oh, why are you on it? Are you fishing for clients? It just gets too complicated. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's, and do you, do you ever help the people do old-fashioned dating where it's like go to a, a, a saloon? A saloon. <laughs> Maybe not that old-fashioned, but, but like, where would they go? They go to the wine and cheese, I gather. They go to but the wine and cheese. How do you set them up? How do you find the people to meet if it's not online, is my question. If it's not online, I go out to actual venues and kind of scout people out. I think that the whole world is a playground, especially here in New York City. Mm -hmm. So I could be online at the bank, and I can see a perfect girl for one of my clients. And maybe I'll just approach her, and I'll say, hey, I mean, this is going to sound a little crazy. This is no cost to you. I don't know you at all, but I think you're really pretty. I think my client would like you. Oh, let me explain what I do. <laughs> and then I give her a card, and she can look me up on the Internet, and I wrote all these articles, and I did all this stuff, and I'm totally legit, and maybe she'll give it a chance. Yeah, sure. Well, what do you think of the, the, our little pockets of good-looking people in the city? Oh, Hmm, I'd say 23rd Street. Maybe downtown. And, and probably like Delancey sometimes. Okay, that could be good. It depends on what your type is. Maybe Metropolitan if you're into the, out on the G. I don't know okay. if you ever go over to Brooklyn. I've been to Williamsburg <laughs> a couple times. Sure, you've seen and... them. Some of the hipster gals out yes. there get, get off there. Right. 
I mean, not that I'm looking. I just, I, you just you notice just there's a different, different populations and different sections just from the subway alone. You right. ever do any dates on the subway? Oh, I wrote an article once for your tango about interaction that I witnessed of guys asking girls out on the subway. Oh, that's gotta be and nice. And it's like so painful because everyone watches it mm. and the guy gets rejected. Mm-hmm. It's just so awkward. I've never accepted a date on the subway personally. Boy, I didn't know you were there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I wouldn't do that. That's personal space. Mm-hmm. That's your own time on the subway. That's right. That's not the time to... I mean, sometimes you could... That's what Craigslist misconnections is for. Right. Do you people actually that? check those? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I don't know. Maybe you <laughs> missed someone on the L train. <laughs> Five days of wearing purple sweatpants at Trader Joe's. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Because you got to be distinct if you're yes. going to try and get into a misconnection. You can't be ad. wearing, like, black pants. No, you can't look normal. you no. got to have something special about you. Mm. So what would you say is the most... So now here at the, at the offices here... People come in, any gender, right? Any any interest field, whatever right. that is, and they get a get a, a questionnaire. Right. It's important to find out about someone and their what they're looking for in a relationship, kind of their match criteria, so right. to speak, and also about their background and their relationship history, all that stuff. Well, one of the here's a one of the questions I just I, I'm confused by it. It says, in her free time, he enjoys the following. Oh, that's a typo. (laughs) I thought this was for married fellas. Don't pay too much attention to that. (laughs) Sorry to confuse you. That's right. Or maybe it was like a trans thing. But uh, anyhow, but did a lot of good questions on there. Thank you. uh, 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 Really what you're looking for, non-negotiables. Yes. Um, What level of attractiveness. I'd go down to five, though. I probably. A five. Sure, yeah. I mean, when you get to be my age. Well, it's important to be reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So you can always fill that in yourself, I guess. Well, when did you know that this was your calling? I kind of just fell into it. And I always had an interest in relationships. When people ask me this question, I reference the books that my mother had laying around the house. Uh She's a teacher, Uh. and she had self-help books. Uh And, hi, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) And they were always about relationships, like men are from Mars, women are from Venus type stuff. And I would read them, and I would look at the back column, and I would always see so-and-so about the author has an MSW or a PhD and focuses on relationship coaching and lives in Manhattan with her husband. That's how they do it. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, I want to be that girl. I want to write books. I want to help people with relationships. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. So that's how it happened. Was there everything okay with your parents' relationship? Yeah, they're still married. Probably because of these books. Probably. Well, that's great. That means they're, they're working out. At least out. one person is reading them. My father doesn't read them. Usually women <laughs> read self-help books more, that's, right? Yeah, I guess, that's well, the I market. I guess so. I guess so. And uh, your only child? I have a sister. Oh, good. And she actually is about a year and a half younger than me. She just got married in July. So Uh-oh. that was exciting. I yeah. was the maid of honor. It Wonderful. Was a lot of fun. You feel a little pressure, though? I I should feel pressure right on the relationship I so. expert. I don't. I don't. So. You know, she I lives in New so. Jersey. I live in New York. It's a different lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, everybody has different choices and things they that do. they make. So, but the point is, you do it when the time is right. The timing is everything. And you have to you have to be both selfless and selfish. You have to be at a perfect point between those two. Yeah. To enter into the. Uh, how about that? That's very insightful. Well, Are you sure you don't moonlight as a relationship expert? <laughs> I'm trying to bring people together through this podcast. I'll tell you I that. bet you are. <laughs> Meet a lot of interesting characters. I do. I do. 
Uh, and so uh, when, when, you're, when you're doing the things where you're kind of helping their image building mm -hmm. and uh, helping whoever it is uh, talk about themselves, do you ever encourage them to, you know, fluff it up a little bit? I see, like padding a resume, <laughs> Tweak you mean? things a little Tweak bit. Tweak things. Well, like I was saying before, I think it is important to be yourself, but you also have to know what is attractive to your target market, so you to speak. you got to put a good lure in the water. You do. Yeah. So if there needs to be some tweaking, little changes are fine. What's acceptable on that? What's acceptable with yeah. in terms of changes? Yeah. So if you're the type of guy who only wears a T-shirt and jeans when you go out and right. you realize that, hey, women like a collared shirt, is sure. it really a big deal to buy a collared shirt? Probably not. Most guys would change that. Uh-huh. And uh, what about sweater vests? Sweater vests are cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is You're a on holiday. Record. You're huh. on record. I, I, I appreciate that. Okay, I'm on record. Because I think this is this weather is vest weather, and I always say vest weather is the best weather. Okay. You know, because you get your arms free, you can do a lot of things. I was going to suggest a holiday vest, well, like I, since I Thanksgiving, one. like a turkey or something. Oh, on sure. It. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd like an advent calendar one as we get closer to. The, Great. Now, are you going to stick around here for, for Thanksgiving? I'll be going to New Jersey. Uh, Actually, my, my sister and her husband are, are hosting their first this since the first they've been winter. married Thanksgiving, so I'm excited about that. That's, it's at their new home. Oh, well, that's going to be You have a dish that you bring? I will be baking cookies. Oh, well, that's a fine addition. Yes, yes, yes. But you're vegetarian? Yeah, so I'll be having a tofu turkey. Okay, you bring that yourself, or they, they know how to do it? Uh, my mom brings that. Oh, just in, a, in her purse? <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's pretty big. A tofu turkey. I mean, it's delicious. It's a big round thing. It's yeah, good. it's a yeah. big round thing. It has stuffing inside. That's not, that's not bad at all. You think that's the most, the most romantic food? It's romantic for me. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little me time. Yes. <laughs> I get that. And uh, 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 all right. Any, any activities that you could suggest for maybe a single person around, around this time? Around this Let's time. say you go to, because they have the things like orphans and whatever, where maybe your family's far away. Maybe oh, right. Maybe they're not around anymore, whatever the case may be. So you get friends together and yes. everything. That's a good opportunity to I have a little. I think that's really nice. Dinner parties are a wonderful way to meet other singles. So maybe someone who has a large kitchen or whatever space for it can host and everyone brings a friend that is single. That would be perfect. That'd be nice. Also, I think singles should take advantage of the fact that uh, tomorrow night, Thanksgiving Eve, is a huge, huge night for people to go out, whether it's bars and clubs. I heard there's like a turkey pub crawl in Midtown Manhattan. Oh, my goodness. And it's after work, so it's happy hour. So maybe people that aren't heading out of the city, people that have families far away may be going to something like this. So whether it's a club or bar scene, I would say to take advantage of it. That's right. Get out there. Mm -hmm. Put not... yourself out there. That's right. Um, well, and you're going to go to the parade or anything? I, watch that? I won't go to New be Jersey. going because I'll be in New Jersey, okay. but I might check it out on TV sure. just for a minute or two. You can always cuddle with somebody and watch that. Yes. I'm just thinking of stuff now. <laughs> And so, well, and uh, you, you've, you've done uh, dating or you've uh, dated here in New York as well as in Los Angeles. I didn't really date in Los Angeles oh, much. I just had a couple dates, but I recently okay. published a blog piece you may have seen about Maybe dating. That's what I saw. Yes, I think the differences of dating in New York and LA. I interviewed two dating experts in LA and got their take. I was kind of playing around with the idea in this blog should I have dated in LA? Would my oh, whole social experiment be different if I dated in LA? Yeah. And you've lived in LA, right? Mm, so you mm -hmm. could probably give me some insight. I mean, you oh, know my sure. criteria, right? So yeah. uh, would that be easier to find in La La Land? No, I didn't see uh, uh, cowboy boots, weird jeans. Oh, 
Not on the list. I didn't see that on here. There's some other words I could say, but I'm not going to. Okay. But that's uh, but you know some of that could probably be. Well, you get West Coast mentality. That I would, would get that. That would be fine. Okay. It's different out there. Here's here's one difference that I'm going to tell you, and you, I'm sure you'll understand what I'm saying. In New York, shoes and mm -hmm. coats are very important. They are. And we, we kind of know that. That's a kind of visual currency that we're able to mm -hmm. understand who we're with due to their shoes because we're always looking down. Right. Or we're looking up to get out of the subway or we're just we're looking straight. Just That's what it is. We True. take in the picture. In L.A., it's about from the waist up. Right. Because you're always in the car. Mm -hmm. And so people put a lot of time and energy into stuff up here in your mm -hmm. chest and in the, the, the plastic face. and then the glasses and whatever and the hair. But then they're wearing the wrong pants and terrible shoes. Usually like flip-flops, right? Oh, I mean, at best. Yeah. At mm. best. That makes weird... a lot of sense, actually. I never really thought about the car thing, but really, L.A. is all about driving. And it's how we see each other and yeah. what matters. And that's that. That's true. So, so there's something about you have to be okay with that. Okay. It's very, I, I didn't think it was so hard to meet people in L.A., but... It's, it's very spread out. you got to really want to get there. So it's not like you're going on a turkey pub crawl. Right. You know, you're going to one place to do the thing, and then if that thing's okay, great. But right. if it's not, you got to get back home because you got to sit in the traffic. It, something I just thought of as you're saying this, it could be a little easier, in a sense, to meet people in L.A. because you're kind of stuck in one place. So sure. here in New York, you're going to go on to the next bar if you don't like anyone. If you're not attracted physically, right, what's sure. there? So maybe you're not giving people enough of a chance in New York. As we always say, we have so many options. Like, the grass is always greener. You just go to the next bar. But in L.A., if you don't want to drink and drive, you're going to stay put at yeah, where whatever right. party you're at. That's right. There's only a few places where you could actually go to the next thing up the right. street. Right. That's, uh, but I don't know. I, I've uh, I dated a few nice gals out there. Good for and you. We had a good time. Uh, yeah. What's the what's the most unusual date that you've been on? Unusual date. I did have a date in L.A. and San Diego where I went like rock climbing, which was kind of oh, cool yeah. for an East Coast girl. It was a little scary. I'm sure. not into heights. It wasn't really. It was more of like a hike, but it turned into rocks. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't traditional rock climbing. I should right. preface it with that. <laughs> you, to, you, you were scampering, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to wear a harness and all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then that's the real deal. Kind of. Did that go okay? Uh, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say nothing too physical on the first one. No. that's. I don't like to be put on the spot. I think I'm kind of blocking out that memory. Yeah. I, I, I advise guys to pick a low kind of impact activity, yeah. something the girl maybe did try before because you just feel awkward. Yeah. Yeah, and you could be put in an embarrassing situation. It is embarrassing. <laughs> I went on a really bad date once. It was actually a third date. I liked the guy on the first two dates, but then he made me go bowling. And oh. I am not a good bowler. No. And he was so competitive. And the first two rounds or games or whatever, I was like, okay, this is fun. And then I was done. And then he insisted on us playing a third. <laughs> and I never saw him again after that. <laughs> I was, like, getting upset. I was getting so many gutter balls. I think third game is a real test of any it. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, th that's, I think that's, a, that's a, a truth. I think there's a few gals that really enjoy, uh, you know, hitting the lanes. Right. But not everybody. I mean, I was trying to be a good sport. Sure. But, but, but after two, it takes a while. Yes, it Even does. Even if you're only getting gutter balls, which it, it still it takes a long time for that ball to get down and come back. It does. Well, and there's not good food. It's no. not a good environment. It wasn't very fun. And you're wearing ugly shoes. And, and as you said, as New Yorkers, that's very important. It's very important. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bad lighting, that mm -hmm. can ruin it. 
Yeah. I just, well, do you find that in uh, all your activities here that you're trying to promote, that you're really concerned with attraction, or are you thinking about the, like, sweatpants, doing the dishes, love? You're trying to aim for that, because that's a whole, that's a different thing. And uh, I know within my own uh, uh, marriage, that was the, that was a real test when you get it. That's beyond the third game. That's like 15 times to the to the bowling lanes kind of a deal. Forget rock climbing. It's it's yes. you know sitting on the couch times. That's the real test. The clients that I work with, whether they're singles or couples, are all marriage minded. So I really am kind of helping people get to that happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about the long term. You show them videos or something of couples that have been together for a while. I actually I did do a documentary of <laughs> yeah. a couple that I got married. They've been married for almost three years oh, now. Oh, great! And they were part, it was for RTV International. I was on it, and they talked about how I introduced them. And yeah, so oh, I'm, I'm thinking for the long term. Oh, good, good. Well, that's good. You ever watch The Bachelor? I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I should probably watch it more. But... Oh yeah, it's a great program. Yeah, yeah. I highly, I highly recommend that. It's just, I mean, you want to see people make bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see somebody make a bad decision in here? They come in and they... they oh, yeah. Or you're on the on the date as a wing person and I you hear, think, oh, boy, this isn't going to go well. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I hear the feedback after the dates. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm just like, what was the, what were they thinking? I mean, I've had guys that will bring their friends on a first date to, like, meet at the oh, location. Boy. I mean, it's just never a good idea. You just want to slap them? I do. Yeah. I do. I, I try to give brutally honest feedback, but in a loving way. Like, I really want to help my clients, but sure. sometimes I'm just like, ah. What's, what's the average length of time that you'll spend with somebody till they get it? I usually work with people for about six months to a year. So uh-huh. it is a service that I offer that is for someone who's commitment-minded. Uh-huh. I, I'll work with them longer, but it's not... Even though I have the therapy degree, it's not long-term therapy. It's like solution-focused coaching. So once they, their goal might be ending a relationship. I work with people who are getting over breakups. Mm-hmm. Other clients I work with are trying to find love. And then other people are trying to keep love. So maybe they'll come back to me at different points of their life, ideally. Mm-hmm. I can help them. Mm-hmm. And what happens when the couple comes in? That's the same. You're just guiding them towards yeah, towards I think the marriage idea. Because they're not married, but they'd like to be. Most of the and couples you're, you're I work with, yes. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. I'm That's getting okay. excited. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yes. Um, most of the couples I'm working with are premarital. So they want to do, they don't want to go to a priest, but they want to do something to kind of check out, are we right for each other? Should we do this? What hurdles do we have to overcome before we go to the knot and it, but is there something within not knowing themselves uh, that that is a problem for instance they, they're not confident in their own ability to know that this is the right thing that they're seeking somebody out yeah a so lot is of people that a, is that a marker of, of trouble or is that just it's just the way some people operate and so that's fine either way you're helping them I'm just wondering about that as a does that say to you Ooh, I don't know these these people shouldn't be together or that's just the way they process it I don't think it's a weakness to want to make sure you're with the right person. Sometimes people say, oh, I just know. I know from the first date that that was my husband or that was my wife. But a lot of people are uncertain. Unfortunately, we have bad models in society. I mean, the divorce rate is so high. Some people second guess. Hey, marriage didn't work out for my parents the first time or the second time. I don't have any positive examples in the media. I mean, look at Hollywood. It's not like I go to school to learn this. That's what they're thinking. So maybe they're not sure. Maybe they, they think about their past track record and their relationships didn't work out. And maybe they need someone like me who's objective 
perspective, you know, that third party to come in and say, okay, are we really going to be compatible for the long term? What issues can we work on now? What discussions can we have now? I mean, some people don't even talk about, do we want to have children? And then they get married and they realize like, okay, we're incompatible. So if they just did a few premarital coaching sessions, they would get clear on those important things. Mm -hmm. That was at the heart of my breakup with Ginny. We just had different ideas about it with, with the children mm-hmm. uh, part of it, you know. Um, so, yeah, that can be a big issue to have that discussion early. Definitely. I mean, that's you know personally firsthand it's a deal breaker if one person wants kids and that's right. you didn't want kids or, or, you know, whatever the case that's is. That's right. And then you don't know, then your pregnant niece moves in with you, and then you got a kid. To... There you go. You just <laughs> inherited it, didn't you? Sometimes we have uh, that's know, life. karma what? or destiny uh, step in. What you resist persists. Someone told me that. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, that's a good one. I'm gonna get that tattooed somewhere. I think. <laughs> I think. And you go on the road and you do things all over the country, or you do mostly do things here. I do things all over the country. I was in Chicago in May. I did uh, some TV and work with clients. Mm-hmm. I I went to Saratoga with a client over the summer during track season and helped him meet women there. Oh, the races, you mean? Yes, the races. Yeah. That was fun. I'm <laughs> I'm really willing to travel anywhere. Wow, that's great. And you you do you did some speed dating things. I've done like speed dating. Hotel. How do you feel about that? I think that speed dating is a challenge because you yeah. have such a short time to make a good impression and you have all these options and it can be exhausting, but it's also a great way to weed people out and I coach people on how to do that effectively. Well, that's, that's fantastic. That might, I'm, don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, I've never done the speed dating thing. I've never done it. Um, I'm a little leery of it. I don't know about the, whether that would be the right. If that's my best environment, I need at least 20 minutes before I start to make an impact on someone. Okay. <laughs> Just put that in my file. All right. Uh, uh, so, uh, and what what do you think would be? What's the ideal place? What's a great place in Manhattan to have a date? Well. I'm Italian, so I like food. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're asking my personal opinion, I better yes. be getting breakfast, lunch, or dinner on a mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. In my professional opinion, I still think that a first date should include a meal because a drink, a coffee, it's not enough time to get to know someone and be romantic and be personal. Uh, just going for a coffee can often feel like a business meeting right. unless you're going to a really cool cafe. A drink gets tricky because it could turn into two or three sure, and then we sure, have that sure. problem. Yeah. I think to actually share a meal at a nice, fun kind of restaurant with a good ambiance. Like that, rain, Rainforest Cafe? That could be great. Rainforest. I've been there. Menlo <laughs> Park Mall. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. I know it. <laughs> that probably wouldn't be ideal. Not ideal. Not ideal. Okay. Um, uh <laughs> So that, I was going to say something about that because you, you got me. St- I, now I'm thinking about all these great dates that I could go on. Your mind's and, racing. Uh, it is racing. So good food's important. Oh, and, and then if it's whoever initiated the date should pick up the check. Wow. I think the men should always pick up the check. <laughs> I, I don't think that women should actually ask men out. I'm very traditional. I mean, yeah. it's fine. It's fine if they want to. I'm not saying it won't result in a relationship or marriage. It very well could, right? Some right. people sleep together on the first night and they get married. Right. But I do have ideas of these dating rules. And generally, I think that men should pursue and ask out and plan and pay. And what, what about in a same-sex relationship? That gets really complicated, and yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I I feel in that case, maybe the one who's doing the asking out 
that takes on the more masculine role mm-hmm. should be the one. I mean, I I should ask. I have a lot of gay friends and lesbian mm-hmm. friends, but I don't really. I mean, I'm willing to take on clients of any sexual orientation, but most of the clients that work with me are heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know. And mostly men or, or balanced? Uh, both. Yeah. Probably half and half. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you one one uh, first date location is not the trapeze lessons. Okay. <laughs> that was incredibly embarrassing. Yeah. Tango classes might be. Is there a better food? I know you said any kind of food, but is there a better, like, is sushi better than a pasta? If you could eat sushi properly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have to be a skilled practitioner with the chopsticks. Right. I mean, pasta is great, but you might end up in a food coma. You might want to eat lightweight. Or stuff on your shirt. Right. That could be. I mean, it just depends on what cuisine. Uh, I think the person who's asking out on the date, usually the man, right? Maybe he should say, what type of cuisine do you prefer? Oh, we shouldn't ask. Yeah, like what neighborhood are you in? Do you have any kind of dietary restrictions? Just kind of be considerate. See what the girl likes. Sure. Well, I think that's a good, solid advice. Mm-hmm. Be, be considerate. Yes. <laughs> be respectful of one another. It's <laughs> something that I can be thankful for. Well, uh, uh, that's just, this is fantastic. You know, I think pilgrims could have used some dating advice. They sure could have. Right. Just like loosen up a little bit. <laughs> We're not all witches, that kind of stuff. That sounds good. (laughs) But, uh, well, good. How's that? That feels good with you? Yeah. I feel like we gave some good advice to all the young people that are going to be out there traveling the country, meeting people for the first time, and eating balls stuffed with stuffing. (laughs) It's a fun holiday. I love Thanksgiving. Make the most of it. People should make the most of it no matter what their relationship status. Like, don't feel bad if you don't have anyone to bring to the family dinner and you're single. I mean, there's always next year, right? That's right. That is true. Mm -hmm. And don't rush things. Don't rush things. It's better to be letting things unfold organically than to feel pressure. Like, oh, I have to be married because I'm this age. Or, oh, no, the holidays are coming up. I better pop the question and ask her to get engaged. (laughs) People feel all kinds of pressures during the holidays. But this is when it comes together, isn't it? Yeah. Right? We're in the shoot now through this to Christmas to New Year's. Right. Right through into that sad time, Mm -hmm. Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. It's just downhill from there. (laughs) Well, it picks up again around St. Patty's, doesn't it? Yes, (laughs) yes. For some of us. Well, uh, this is so fantastic, Rachel. I really have enjoyed this time talking to you. Thank you, Uh, Dan. This is just great. And you have your website, is rachelrusso.com. Yes, I also have status makeover. Status makeover. What Mm -hmm. happens there? Status makeover. Status update. It, it, that's interesting. I was kind of thinking of that when I developed it, but it's really about your marital status, whether oh. you're single, engaged, in a relationship, married. And my whole motto is that people should love their love life no matter what their status. Mm-hmm. So I try to help them to make over their status. And I help them to feel positive about where they are in the journey and help them along the way if they want to go from single to married. And what, what's the evolution from married? Oh, well, (laughs) I don't know if I should be speaking about that. I'm very pro-marriage. I have a degree in marriage and family therapy. I think people talk bad about it, but I I think it's... It's hard to have everlasting love, right? So for those who know that they're on a different path and would like to then move on, you can help help with that transition. Yes, exactly. All right. Not always encouraging it, but if that's the right choice for you at that time, then there's certain things that you can do. Sure. (laughs) 
Of course. <laughs> That's a very diplomatic way. That we'll we get talk. to that later. Right now, we're focused on helping people prepare for That's marriage. Right. That's right. And I mean, there's all kinds of experts out there that specialize in other things that, that we will not mention. That, that's right. And God bless all of them and the good work that they're doing. Well, you got any uh, any kind of seminar things or anything happening that we should let people know about? Well, I could mention that I am going to be publishing an ebook within the Great. next month or two. It's called How to Get Over Your Ex, A Step-by-Step Guide to Mend a Broken Heart. Oh, boy. Italian-American Style. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so. How is it different? Well, there's some unique things about the culture uh-huh, sure, that sure. have to do with family and food and living the good life and working hard. And it could apply to other cultures, too. But I just, since I'm Italian, I decided to go with what I know and run with yeah, it. I love it. That's yeah. great. And you'll be able to download that soon? Yes. It will be available if, if people keep uh, checking back at my status makeover website or uh-huh. they can follow me on Twitter. Rachel T. Russo. Oh, yeah, the middle initial. Yes, I got my T. I'll I'll have definitely be updating them about the book. What's that stand for? My middle name, Teresa. Okay. I knew it was going to be Teresa. Oh, of course. (laughs) I knew it. Well, that's great. That's that's great. And everything, business is good? Things are great. Does it pick up around the holidays? People get lonely, so it does pick up. It's my season. That's great. Well, I just wish you all the best. It's just enjoyable. That's fantastic. Thank you for taking the time. Have a great holiday. I just I'm gonna you know we're I'm gonna be heading out to LA soon mm-hmm. and May and I don't know if it's gonna be dating or not but we may do a couple interviews out there and see how things go. All right. And uh, of course for uh, folks at home the web series is coming along and we'll have more information about that. Until next time I'll be stuffing my empty whiskey bottles with turkey feathers and old leaves to use as a handsome centerpiece on the Seaver family table. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. <laughs> 